Episode 18, How to Stop Comparing Yourself to Other People. My name is Dan Mason. In 2012, I was overweight, getting divorced, battling depression, and feeling trapped in a career where I was successful, but bored and unfulfilled. And it's actually the greatest gift I've ever been given. I used my pain as a springboard to discover my life's purpose. Now, I wanna share the same tools and strategies which help transform my life with you. So you can live Life Amplified. Hello and welcome back everybody to Life Amplified. It is such a pleasure to have you here today. And I don't believe today's episode is gonna be a long one, but I do think it's an important one because so often we talk about these strategies and tools that you need to discover your purpose and bring it to life. You know, last week I tried to give you some actionable steps to make you the CEO of your life, to put you in the driver's seat. But the companion to that is, is we have to be able just to build awareness of what the pitfalls are that are gonna keep us stuck. What is the quicksand that is just going to keep us stagnant and keep us from powerfully moving forward into our purpose. And today's topic will be a big one. And I'm sure you're going to relate to this. I don't care who you are, where you're listening from, how well you are doing or don't think that you're doing in your life. The comparison game is always one that will keep you stuck. When you are comparing yourself to other people, when you are judging yourself because of it, you are absolutely going to squash your purpose. And it's easy to do, and the social media culture that we live in perpetuates this. Because it's easier than ever to go on Facebook, Instagram, and see that so-and-so has more followers than me. They have more influence. So-and-so is in better shape than I am. I'm unworthy. Like, I'm unattractive. I somehow need to look a certain way to be loved. The person I graduated high school with just bought this beautiful home and my home's not as nice, so therefore I'm not doing enough. You know, look at this. My friend just got a job promotion and I've been stuck in this soul-sucking job I don't like for 10 years. I should be further ahead in life than where I am. In some way or another, you know that you have done this to yourself. We all do. And it's based on the beliefs and the models that we have about ourselves and our place in the world. And this is the interesting thing about human beings is there's this thing called confirmation bias that a lot of times we will look for evidence in the world to support the model that we have of ourselves and how things work. The great example that might illustrate this is think back a couple years ago to the story of Harambe the gorilla at the Cincinnati Zoo. Do you remember that where the little boy fell into the gorilla pit and the gorilla came over and grabbed the boy by the arm and dragged him away? And there were hundreds of people who were there that day watching the same event. And there were tens of millions of people who watched that video around the world. And yet people watched the same exact footage and came to different conclusions based on what they believe the world is. There was a segment of people who thought that that gorilla was thrashing the boy around and was going to kill it for intruding in its space. And there was a whole other group of people that saw the gorilla swooping in to rescue the little boy to protect him and keep him safe. And depending on your model of the world, if you're a person who goes out into the world looking for threats, looking for danger, or if you're a person who believes that we're all guided and supported and protected, it informed the way that you processed and viewed that footage. And I'm not saying today that one set of opinions is right and the other is wrong. I think it's true to whoever. Both opinions are true, depending on what you believe, right? It just depends on what you bring into it. But we have these confirmation biases about ourselves, and we will look for reasons in the world to support that evidence. If you're looking for reasons to feel like you're successful, you'll find them. If you're looking for reasons to believe that you're a piece of hot garbage, you can find that too. 
certainly social media is the quickest vehicle to get caught up in the comparison game. But over time, it also robs you of joy, it robs you of happiness, and it will ultimately squash your purpose. Here are some of the consequences that happen when you are comparing yourself to other people. Number one, you're constantly wishing you were somewhere else. You constantly think that happiness is going to come when you get an extra 10,000 followers on Instagram. You think happiness will come when you find the next relationship or that you lose weight to look like this other person that you follow. You're never really present and you're always moving that goalpost for happiness further out. Even once you get an achievement, that's the frustrating thing is, you know, when you lose the weight, there's always going to be somebody who's a little bit skinnier. There's always going to be somebody who's wealthier than you. There's always going to be somebody with a nicer home. It becomes like a, a, a cat chasing its tail. It never really ends. You're constantly looking for that next carrot to bring happiness, but you never feel like you fully arrive. Ultimately, you're never really in the present moment and you never appreciate the small wins. It keeps you out of an abundance mindset when you're comparing yourself to other people. And if you go back to episode four with Chris Lee, we did a whole hour plus on what abundance is, but essentially it's a mindset of gratitude. It's being grateful for what you have in the present, knowing that when you appreciate what you have and who you are, life will give you more to be grateful for. But a big roadblock to that will be comparing yourself and judging yourself against other people. Ultimately, you're going to feel like you are never enough and you're never going to be able to celebrate the success of the people around you. You're going to see their success as a threat. If somebody earns seven figures, it means that there's not enough money for me. And really, at least in the United States, for my American listeners, this is a big part of our political discussion, right? The richer the rich get, it means there's less for other people. And I'm all for creating income equality throughout the world. But what I will tell you is when you think about it, we live in an abundant universe. If your goal is to make a million dollars, when you think about all the wealth that exists on the planet and all the opportunity, you making a million dollars is like going and taking a measuring cup and scooping out one cup of water out of the ocean. So other people's success, their wealth doesn't diminish your life and it doesn't mean that there's less opportunity for you. But if you are comparing yourself and keeping that mindset, it's gonna make it hard for you to really move forward and take the bold action that you need to take in order to live your purpose. You'll never really take the risks to become successful because you're always focused on things outside of yourself. You're focusing on what other people have. I've used this comparison before, the meme from the Olympics a couple years back where Michael Phelps was swimming toward a gold medal and the competitor he had in the lane next to him was busy looking at Michael Phelps while Michael Phelps was just looking for the finish line. This is about staying in your lane and focusing on the things you you want. And really, this is about the fact that if you're comparing yourself to other people, you're missing your unique qualities and gifts that set you apart. You're trying to recreate somebody else's success. You're trying to be somebody else when what the world really needs is for you to step up and authentically be you. So how do we not compare ourselves to other people? That's what we're going to get into on this episode of Life Amplified. So good to have you here. 
You know, one of the things I like to do on this podcast is never position myself as being holier than thou or that I've figured out every secret of the universe. I want to tell you that this idea of comparison and jealousy has come up in my life at many times, particularly after I left corporate America and started a coaching business, you know, because I started networking with other entrepreneurs and other people who were just starting out and some of them who were way younger than me. And it was crazy when I would see people who were like 25 who had just started a coaching business who would have like four times the social media followers as me. Or in some cases, entrepreneurs in their 20s who were making $20,000 months in income. I would get really spiteful and jealous about that. Like, who are they to coach people? They're only 25. They don't even have the life experience. And it was just so dumb in hindsight because one of the things that's easy to do is idealize other people. And when you're doing that and when you're focusing on getting jealous, you're not really jealous of that person. You're really jealous of this idealized version of what you believe their life is. And what I realized fairly recently is I was having a conversation with a friend who knew me back in my corporate career. And I realized that this person had been jealous of my success in corporate. And not so much about the title I had or that the money I made, but he was like, every time I looked at your Facebook feed, I would see you at these parties, hanging out with celebrities. Celebrities, and I would see all these big parties that you were throwing at your fancy house and the girlfriend that you had at the time. He goes, and I always thought, man, this guy has everything. What did he do to get so lucky? Like, he's got it easy. And he said, as I started listening to your podcast, he goes, I realized that you had problems like everybody else, that you were going through depression and that you were feeling like you weren't enough. He goes, and it made me realize that we were actually pretty much the same. And that's the truth. So part of the mindset shift that we want to have today to get out of comparing ourselves to other people is to stop idealizing the people around us and begin to humanize them. Because even the people that you believe have everything that they could want in the world on some level are fighting their own struggles and battles. We've seen this. We've lost some amazing artists and celebrities, you know, important voices in the culture. I think of comedians who I admired, like Robin Williams, amazing actor, made a career, made millions of dollars making people laugh, and then he went and won an Academy Award for being serious and making people cry when he was in the movie Goodwill Hunting. And on the surface, for all the millions of dollars in the houses and the legions of fans he had, he ended up hanging himself in a closet. You never know the battles that other people are going through. Think of last year when we lost people like Chris Cornell and we lost Chester Bennington. Every person, regardless of how well they're doing, is fighting their own battle in some way. My friend uh, Chelsea recently started an anxiety coaching business. And part of her struggle was is she could never talk about her anxiety because she's this beautiful, tall, blonde Canadian girl. And people looked at her and went, oh, she's hot. She can't possibly have problems. So she felt like she had to live up to this image of what other people thought her life was. And meanwhile, she was suffering in silence, going through anxiety. So really getting into a place of just humanizing people, having empathy and compassion, and knowing that all of us have the same challenge. In fact, the Buddha actually reminds us that there's only four conditions in life which cause suffering. And those conditions are birth, aging, illness, and death. And I don't care how much money you have in the bank. I don't care whether you're Richard Branson, Donald Trump, 
or if you're just a person struggling to get by in a minimum wage job. You see, none of us can escape those truths. We're all going to be born. We're all going to get older. We're all going to get sick, and eventually our time will be up. So those conditions effectively make every one of us equal. So really, all that's left are the values that make our experience in this lifetime worthwhile. Finding our purpose and bringing it to life. Self-acceptance. The quality of our relationships that they build around us. You know, there's nothing outside of yourself. There's no new job. There's no social media likes. There's no new relationship that's ever going to fill the void if you don't have those basic elements in your life. So really, this is a conversation not about comparing ourselves to other people. It's about personal growth. The mindset shift that I would encourage you to make today is to realize the only person that you're in competition with is yourself. So those daily, small, committed action steps toward your vision, toward your purpose, are what's going to help propel you forward. This brings us to the second point, which is we have to get back into an abundance mindset. And I believe the best way to do that is to create a daily gratitude practice. There's a lot of different ways that you can do this. Oprah Winfrey talks about having a gratitude journal beside the bed where she she can write down five things each day that she's grateful for. I, at one point, had a gratitude jar that I used to have in my living room. I had a huge jar, and then I would write down on little uh, tiny pieces of paper things I was grateful for, and I would drop them into the jar. And I would never go take them out and reread them, but simply seeing that jar in the house a hundred times a day was always a trigger to remind me to be grateful because I could watch this jar fill up and eventually overflow with all these blessings in my life. It was a constant reminder that there were so many great things going on in my life and it would help me redirect my focus from what was lacking to what was awesome and what was working. When you stop comparing yourself to other people, it also lets you get back to following your heart. You know, I've seen this so many times and I'll tell you one of the traps I fell into as a new entrepreneur was listening to business coaches who told me they had a model to get more Facebook followers or more people on my email database or that would find me more customers. And if I just use their model, it was going to help grow my business. And I spent, I don't even want to talk about how much money I spent on some of these mentors and systems that never actually moved me forward. What I was doing was trying to create somebody else's path rather than forge my own. And there is this delicate balance between, yes, you want to have mentors who have accomplished what you want to show you the path, but you can't emulate their exact act path because you're not here to be your mentor. You're here to be yourself and to contribute your gifts at the highest level, you know, to have the highest level of self-expression as you can. This is about tapping back into your intuition and remembering the quote from Joseph Campbell that I love. If the path before you looks clear, it's probably somebody else's. Ah, I get goosebumps when I hear that quote. You can model the success of others, but you're never going to be able just to duplicate and replicate somebody else's success. And if you do, it won't feel fulfilling, you know, because on some level, you've just been a copycat of the other people that you look up to. You're not really fully authentically creating your way in life. Tip number four to stop comparing yourself to other people, if you want to get out of your own head and stop the judgment and suffering and just doubting yourself, help other people. Shift into a service of mindset. What could you do to help somebody else today? There's the famous quote we use in personal development. I don't remember where it originated, but when you're feeling helpless, help someone. Life at the end of the day is a game of service. It's how are you taking your unique gifts and using them to make a difference in the lives of 
of others. And when you're comparing yourself to other people, sometimes what you're trying to do is figure out what their gifts are and try to be like them. So you're not making your fullest contribution. And really the final point I want to bring up here is that jealousy is a good thing and it is one of the most useful spiritual tools that we have. And this is a game changer for my clients when we discuss this and we do a deep dive on this topic. But I'll tell you, if you take inventory of the people that you're jealous of, and get clear on what it is that you're jealous of, and you get clear on the qualities that make you envious, you'll realize that it's just a mirror being held up in your face of an untapped potential within you that is waiting to come forward. Think about it. You're not jealous of somebody who won a Nobel Peace Prize for figuring out nuclear physics. You don't care about that. But you're jealous of the people on some level who've achieved what you want because they've taken the steps to move forward and become the person who can achieve it. Sometimes it means that they had to take courageous action, that they were bold and walked away from a soul-sucking job. Maybe they just walked away from a marriage or a relationship that didn't serve them and said, no more, I'm not going to settle in my life. And you see people who make those bold decisions and you get jealous. I actually had a client one time who she was so envious and had so much hatred that she would spew for a female friend of hers. And she's like, you know, this bee has gone through three different careers in the last year and a half. And now she's telling everybody she's a waist trainer to get a smaller waist. And I don't even know what that means. And who is she to think that she could do that? And, you know, before that, she was selling essential oils. And then she thought she was an expert on this other thing. And what we really realized when we got down to it and what amazed her is she realized that she was envious of the person who could take a chance because she was completely risk averse in her life. This is a powerful action step for you and a great first place to start is make a list of the people that you're jealous of and get clear on what are the unrealized dreams within you that those people represent. Then If you really want to go next level, take the people that you're jealous of and turn them into your mentors. Ask them for help. Ask them how they did it. And what you'll realize, nine times out of ten, anybody who's sort of worth their weight in salt will be willing to give you that advice. They'll be willing to help you out along the way. You know, I realized this when I had first started out in my in my coaching business. I went to a Tony Robbins seminar, and I saw this guy who was probably 10 years younger than me dressed in this awesome, like, expensive suit, and he's just going around working the room, and the guy never had a corporate job. He had just been an entrepreneur from the time he had left college, and he was making a great living doing it, serving a really niche market where he had ownership of the space. On some level, I'm sitting there thinking, oh God, here I was at the time, I don't know, 39 years old, thinking, it's too late for me. Look at this young punk. And I caught myself, like, before I could even finish the thought. And I was like, what if I practice what I preach? What if I ask this guy for advice? And sure enough, I went up and introduced myself to him, and he couldn't wait to give me a card and be like, anything I can do for you. Let me know. How can I help you out? So take the people that you're jealous of and turn them into your mentors. Another action step here for you is we want to get you back into an abundance mindset. So create that gratitude practice in whatever way makes sense for you. Whether you keep it in a journal, whether you want to turn it into an arts and crafts project and create a beautiful jar that you can drop things into that is just a mental trigger for you to focus on the abundance and the gratitude in your life. That is a powerful action step. And finally, remember that social media and the people you follow are simply putting out the image of what they
they want their life to look like to you. You don't get to see those people at their smallest. If you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, which by the way, if you want to give me a follow, it is at CSC Dan Mason. You know, I'm not putting up posts at my lowest when, you know, I'm not taking selfies of me emotionally eating if I'm having a bad day. Very few people do that. And what you'll realize is occasionally the people who will make a vulnerable post of, you know, and I see this a lot with female coaches in the space where they'll be like, you know, here's a bikini shot of me untouched up and, you know, I'm proud of the cellulite that I have or I'm proud of the stretch marks that I have from giving birth to my children and they just put themselves out there and they love themselves. But what's interesting is even if people did that, you'd probably use your confirmation to bias as a way to justify that you're still not enough because you'd be like, oh God, I'm just not as brave as those people. (laughs) I wish I could be that courageous. So really, it's about avoiding the comparison game and just getting back to focusing on your personal comparison. How are you doing versus where you were last month, last year, five years ago? The only person that you're in competition with is yourself. And on that note, I'll leave you with this quote that I found online that I thought was beautiful. This is by the author Susie Cassum. And she says, We grew up on the same street, you and me. We went to the same schools, rode the same bus, had the same friends, and even shared spaghetti with each other's families. And though our roots belong to the same tree, our branches have grown in different directions. Our tree now resembles a thousand other trees and a sea of a trillion other trees with parallel destinies and similar dreams. You cannot envy the branch that grows bigger from the same seed, and you cannot blame it on the sun's direction, but you still compare us as if we're still those two kids at the park slurping down slushies and eating ice cream. I thought that that was such a beautiful quote. That quote just made me smile when I read it, that at the end of the day, we're all branches on the same tree. We're all going parallel paths, and some branches will grow faster than others, but it doesn't make your branch any less important to the makeup of the tree. Just compare yourself to you. Be you. Show up authentically as who you are, giving your gifts and your contributions to the world. Trust me, the world does not need another Dan Mason making a podcast, but the world could use your opinions and your views. And if there is anything that I can do to help you on that journey to reconnect back to who you are so you stop worrying about living up to the expectations of other people that you really discover and bring your purpose to life, as always, it would be my greatest joy to work with you one-on-one. Very limited availability for one-on-one coaching spots right now, but you are welcome to apply at Creative creativesoulcoaching.net creativesoulcoaching.net You can also give me a follow on Instagram or Twitter. You can share this content on social media if we spend the whole episode talking about why social media is bad. But if you would like to share this on social media to inspire other people around you, my goal is to reach 10 million people with this message so that we have every branch on the tree focused on its own lane and contributing their gifts to the world. So you can share this and tag me at Twitter and Instagram at CSC Dan Mason and don't forget, we've got a beautiful community of very non-judgmental people who would love to support you and see you bring your highest self to the world. You can join our Life Amplified Power Tribe private Facebook group, facebook.com groups slash Life Amplified. Thank you so much for spending this time with me today. It's always my pleasure to serve you. And until next week, turn down the volume on your negativity, turn up the volume on your purpose so you can get out there and live Life Amplified. I'll talk to you next time.